I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Premier League Forecast. It's me, Chris Brack. I'm allowed back after a week off. And today I'm joined by my mate Kev. Luke's having a day off. Uh, so we've got another Luke in, because to be honest, I can't cope with two Lukes at the same time. And we've got a new guest tonight. We've got Steve, who's an Arsenal fan. So, guys, Premier League football is back. Arsenal, Arsenal can't defend, somehow win. Palace can't shoot. Palace can't shoot, somehow managed to throw a game away. So, basically, nothing's really changed from the last three years, really. So... Kev, how are we? All good, mate. Listen, I've been sat here all day. I think I went through about five or six drafts of fantasy football. My my team has been chopped and changed all over the place. I've and seen seven six of, <laughs> Do you know what happened? Do you know what happened come six o'clock? About five past six tonight. Shawnee from this parish decided to put after the lock after the window shut and nobody could make any more changes. That's when Shawnee decided to post his uh his fantasy football team. So well, yeah, the tar- the target is there for everyone to get. And he's he's going to be the one that has to be beaten this year. But so that, no, no, I'm delighted it's back and delighted to get the routine back there for the Saturday, for the Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Just can't wait. Listen, I'm feeling slow. I miss you said I've dropped Desi from that Martinelli. I think I've balls up here and he scored. I went, oh, well, it's all right. Best of it. I don't do fancy football. So cool. Luke, welcome back. Yeah, guys, thanks for having me back again. Hat trick appearance. I'm, in, I'm loving it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just so you know, no don't football get or anything, no. <laughs> no, uh, no uh, I'm glad, got... oh, glad to be comments. back, glad the Premier League's back, and they completely balls up on fantasy football. Um, well, well, forgot what did you do? In, forgot that Martial's completely injured and out forever, and took Martinelli <laughs> out, and then he scored. Yeah, but also, Martial's shite, so I don't know why you picked him, to be fair, but there is, you know, been, been waiting four years for him to turn up, we're still waiting. Um... Steve, good to have you on, mate. Uh, debut, isn't it? It's great. Yeah, it's great to be on. And thanks a lot for having me on, lads. Do you know, all, we do. all I can say is, Arsenal, top of the league. Yeah! 
<laughs> well, let's face it, it's three points better than we had this time last year, weren't you? <laughs> Was it three, yeah, three straight losses in a row? That's so, true. you know, look for Arsenal. Well, let's let's talk about Arsenal for a little bit. So, I, I, look, it's first game, so you can't you can't take too much from the first game. So, well, how are you feeling after the first game? Potential banana skin because Palace away is a banana skin for for most teams. How do you feel about how do you think you did? Yeah, well, it's it's great. We got the three points. Um, I think the first 20, 25 minutes we dominated that game and then Palace came into it. Uh, second half, we were very, very nervous, very nervous, and Palace kept on growing and growing and growing. They targeted our right side. You could see that all day. I think Ben White and Saka were a bit unbalanced over there, and Zaha, he made him... He destroyed it. Palace were lucky not to score. Do you know they had the chances the whole lot. Uh, the plus side is Gabriel Jesus. Gabriel Jesus is an absolute peach, like fabulous player. You could see it there all today. And William Salib- Saliba in the back line, absolute monster. So, yeah, but Kev, three points. Yeah, three points. That's all, all you need. Kev, uh, I thought Zinchenko looked good for. Uh... Uh, for Arsenal, actually, I thought you know that left side of midfield. He, he, I thought he linked play really well for them. Going forward, he's, he's going forward. He's fine. He's absolutely. I mean, look, he's he's a midfielder converted to a left back. He can play. That's mm. that in sight in a game that you're going to dominate the ball. He's gonna he's going to be fine. He gets found out when he's got to do a defensive job, and it looks like he just ran out of gas tonight. You know, the last twenty minutes, he he was he was sucking air like you know he was gone. And Tierney came on, closed the game out, which is good. You know, you've got that strength and depth now that um, you're able to do that. And it'll probably benefit Tierney in the long run that he can build up his match fitness without being, you know, he's nearly fit. We need him. He has to play. You know, Zinchenko is an able, not an able deputy, but he's um, he looks he's good. He, to me anyway. I think... <laughs> He reminds me an awful lot on the left what we're asking Trent to do on the right. Talking inside, being that uh, extra midfielder to link play up as well. But Zinchenko does go on the outside as well. You know, um but yeah, he was he was very good. Gabby Jesus was, was really lively, really on it. But again, another one ran out of gas, but it's early in the season, so you don't yeah. mind that so much. Saliba impressed. Saliba yeah, impressed. He, he, did, he did. Um, um Ramsdale is an absolute shocker. You know, I was, the only to, reason, I was, I was coming. I was coming. Yeah, I leave that. you. I leave. I leave Luke go go after going to going to Mister Mister uh, Harry Ramsden. Yeah. So <laughs> so we have to, so we have the guy who likes to see photo saves. He's really good at them. You know, yeah. catch the ball, but he, but he does a photo I mean, save. The thing is, for for half for the first half hour, Arsenal dominated that, and you don't dominate the game away at Sellers Park that often. They dominated for the first half hour. Ramsdale was mm. horsing around, messing about. You know, it was almost a case the game was too easy. He was messing about. And that gave the Palace crowd the impetus to get up. And Palace took that and they went forward. Anderson's passing range for them is unbelievable for a centre-back. They showed a start at the start. Yeah. They they, they showed a start at the start of the game like that. He he has more completed long-range passes in last season than Trent does. And Zaha reads him so well. The amount of cross-field balls that he made and, and made... You know, not that he delivered, he made them. And not once was Zaha offside. He was on the shoulder waiting for the ball, knowing that it would arrive. That's a serious asset. You know, they're not going to be playing Arsenal or a top 
the top six side every every weekend. You know, that against us is going to be a problem because of how we like to push our fullbacks on. You know, Anderson, when we play Palace, Allison is going to have to be alive to that. You know, so it, it's just mm-hmm. one of those things that I took away. I thought it was a really good game. Really enjoyed it. You know, for for an opening game of the season, it was a really good game. Two 0 Arsenal away win. You take that all day long, every day, every day of the week. No injuries, no drama. It was it was a good solid. But to be fair, Steve is dead right. Palace should have been two one up. You know, the, missing the first yeah. half and the Eze the 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 one's bad. Yeah, he should the score, header. He should when, you know, it's day one of heading school, and it, you're learning how to play football as a kid. Head the ball back where it came from. You know what I mean? It's basic stuff. You know, that was a terrible, there were terrible misses. But mm. look, you got the result, they got the three points, and fair play to them, they needed it. Because the last thing that Arsenal's confidence needed after the amount of money they spent in the summer is to get pegged back after being dominant in the lead. It, yeah. It's vital who, that, they, that they got that, you know. Who have Arsenal got next week? Is it? It's Leicester, I think, next week. Ah, oh, it's all right. They'll throw, they'll throw that one away. Anyway, next one, <laughs> Luke. Palace, though. Let's talk about Palace. I'm not letting. You, I'm not letting you talk about Arsenal because I'll be honest. We're trying to keep the show. <laughs> yeah, we want to keep everything on a level, on a nice, even tone. Yeah, tonight, yeah. Palace. To be honest, we've had a, a pretty disrupted preseason. You've not not had all the yeah. sides together because of um, travel issues, things like that, but. They're an exciting young side, you know. Both centre backs look quality. The left back looks good. I like Eze, uh, and I thought they looked better once they took Eduardo off and put um, Mateta. Is it Mateta? I always get his name. Yeah, always asked, I, get his, I get his name wrong every time, but I think he. I always think he causes issues. But Palace just—they look a good side to be honest. They look an exciting young side. There's a few players they. I think a lot of big clubs are keeping their eye on. Yeah, fair play to Patrick Vieira. You know, like. I'm not his biggest fan, obviously, but um, you know I can respect what what he's done at, at Palace. Definitely, you know he came into to Palace with not the best reputation as a manager, as well. You know from nope. what he'd done um, in the in the different jobs that he had done. But you know I think that yeah, someone's just sat there. Lise is an incredible mm. player for them. Eze, Big yeah, Anderson at the back. You know I know when uh, when he left. Fulham, I think he's on loan at Fulham, wasn't he, before? And then mm. when when he became available, it was one of those names that I said that, you know, Spurs should should be looking at, you know, and we're, we're crying out for some form of centre-back, you know, especially a ball-playing centre-back um, like that. And got ben, as Kev said, you've, got, his, you've, you've got Ben Davis. What more do you need? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's, in, he's coming back from injury, though, to be fair. So he may not even play uh, play tomorrow. It's all touch and go with us tomorrow. Um, you know, but look. I mean, if Ben Davis isn't playing, it's, I, I sort of feel like that, that's like a win-win, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, who, who knows? Who knows? But um, yeah, look, I think that, that Palace were unlucky. And I think that, you know, I'm going to, uh, I've been waiting to say this, you know, Arsenal's 6-0 win against Sevilla, you know, dominating pre-season, really showed in tonight's game that not much has really changed with Arsenal, to be honest. Um, still look fragile, and I'm 100% convinced a few injuries and uh, and the wheels could fall off. The other thing that bothers me about them is the, you know, talking about injuries is obviously playing Ben White right back. They have to get their fifty million pound centre back in there somewhere because Saliba's uh, demanded his way into the starting lineup, and rightfully so. Um, so yeah, it does worry me. You know, I know Steve mentioned Jesus. If if he or or the likes of Saka get get an injury, you know, a long term injury, I, I do feel worried for, for how many goals they'll score. Do you feel See? worried though? Yeah. I well, 
I take up Luke's comment there first of all about Ben White. If you look at the way Arsenal now are playing with Ben White, Saliba, Gabriel, and you had Sinchenko that was out on the left. When Sinchenko moves forward, that back four turns into a back three. So Sinchenko effectively becomes a midfielder and they attack. But what actually happened was Anderson disrupted that by playing that long ball over the top. And Zaha was on to every single one. I said he did it 10 to 14 times, I said tonight, and everyone was pinpointed. Zaha picked it up and he was one on one with White. White got burnt. If you look at if you look in the second half, you'd actually see Saka had to come back and to help Ben White. That took away from the attack. But Luke is right. Tomiyasu is a massive loss out there for us and the whole lot and his overlapping play. That was something we didn't see from the right side tonight was Ben White continuing his run past Saka to actually help out. There was none of that. I honestly think Arsenal need another attacking right side. And I also think they they need another centre midfielder to just to, to carry on forward in case of those injuries. Last season, it's what cost us, the left-back position. We lost Tierney for half the season. We had nobody. We were playing Jack in there at one stage. Nuno came in, good couple of games. He he played well, and then he started making mistakes, and everybody got on his back, and his confidence was shot. That's that's where we lost it last year. We we dropped our squad. We dropped our squad size down to sixteen players. Key injuries to uh, injuries to key players, and bang, that was us gone. We were dead on our feet at the end of it. This season, hopefully, it'll be different. I don't think we're finished in the market yet. I think we'll see a few more go, and I, I, I still think we'll see a few more coming in at Arsenal. Do you know? But we'll, have to keep, Luke, we'll, keep, we'll keep it on it, because it'll be... Uh, it is intriguing what's going to go with Arsenal, because I'm intrigued to see how they cope with Europe, because obviously last year there was a no Europe thing, and for some reason, I don't know why it is, playing Europa League Thursday nights really seems to be a thing... I don't understand why, because Thursday, Sunday is no different to Wednesday, Saturday for me. So, you know, the, gap, the gaps are the same. But mentally, there seems to be a thing with all English clubs when they're in Europe. I don't, I don't quite get it. Uh, but let's move on and let's give Steve a bit of fun now. So let's talk about uh, Spurs against Southampton because um, Spurs are going to win the league now. <laughs> Spurs win the league, aren't they? They've had a, they've had a good. To be fair, they've had a good. They've had a, I, in my opinion, a very good win. They sort of filled in gaps in the squad that they had. And I'll see what Kev thinks first before we'll let we'll make Luke stew for a bit longer. They've brought signs in for my in my opinion that will solidify top four, which is not damn with fake praise. The best thing to do is get regular top four, then you continue to bring in better players. We've we've sort of fa- found that out over the years now, haven't we? Because when you're out with it for a couple of years, it takes a while to build your reputation back to get those the next level player, if you know what I mean. Yeah, look, it's, it's there's always going to be that confidence thing with players. And we've seen how important Europe is when it comes to uh, signing some players now. And a lot of clubs with money are struggling to sign that X-factor player because they're not in Europe. I'm intrigued to see what Southampton do tomorrow because I think if you were doing uh, your predictions of who's going down, they'd Sounds be on a fair few... They'd be they'd list. be on a fair few lists, and Hassan Hutu would be up there for the chop. But they're after spending a fair bit of money on young young talent, and 
it'll be interesting to see how they get on because they're buying at a range where the likes of Salzburg buy and Leipzig to a point. You know, that kind of um, 10 to 20 million pound range of player in the hope that they can do what Brighton did with Cucurella. You know, find a find a few a few rough diamonds that are ready to take it to go to the next level, and Southampton are looking to give them the breed the 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 ground to do it. But mm-hmm. to do this, Southampton have to stay in the league. The likes of Bazunu could be an absolute steal for what they paid for him. Um, Sekumara, another one. Um, Joribo. There, these are decent players with you know higher high ceilings. So, I just want to see how they get I'm, on. I'm surprised Rebo didn't get a move a bit sooner and sort of a little bit higher than Southampton. Yeah. This is so. it, and it's it's like Southampton are one of those clubs. They've got a fair few. They've got a few experienced players who know the game, you know, and know know the club. And they, it looks like they're trying to get back to what they were well, when they brought in Sadio Mane, when they brought in Dejan Lovren. You know, and then we used to just go and pick our pockets. But Liverpool's feed the club. That's what yeah, they wanted but to go. But why we, we were picking their pockets, we were paying good money for these players. And Southampton were reaping the rewards for it. They made you a know? fortune out of us. They made a and, fortune out of Liverpool winning the Champions League. The, the amount they moved, of bonuses yeah. for that was huge. Of course they did. But they moved and away from that mo- They moved away from that model. Like. And what's mm. funny is they never actually replaced those players that they lost. Like, look at... Look at the Southampton team now. Who's actually going to score the goals? Look at their forward line. Like you have Chet Evans, Armstrong, Walcott. Do you know? Yeah. Well, Walcott's out. It's Ariba and Adams are probably leading the line tomorrow. You'll have Elianusi. You'll have Ward Prowse and Romeo in the middle of the park. You'll have Armstrong off the wing. I like Salisu. He's a good, he's good centre back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He just tends to get himself in the way of a lot of things. Uh, Walker Peters, another one. Uh, Luke, you'll know. You know, from from Spurs, he yeah. needed to go and play. He's a decent fullback. You know, he's a decent attacking fullback. He got the Irish they keepers all of them. Yeah, yeah. Gavin Bazunu. This is a massive season for him because with Kelleher sidelined and looking like he's going to still be number two, if he can put in a, a decent season at Southampton, Ireland Ireland will start. He'll be Ireland's number one keeper. You know, no, mm. where that takes him, who knows, but. We, there's an intriguing battle between the two of them, and that hopefully drives both of them on, and it helps us. You yeah, know, but I mean, oh, speaking of Southampton, are we are we a little surprised James Moore Prowse is still there? I got a feeling he's going to be the one a one club man. You know, I think he's yeah. going to stay there for his career now. I'm just surprised. I was surprised. As, yeah, I haven't you, stepped around. I've I listen. I said it a while ago. I wouldn't mind as a squad option for Liverpool, not a starter, anything like that. But a handy squad option who can fill I'm in. I'm places. surprised at Villa, and I think I, I think Villa he could do that for. I think yeah. Chelsea do that for. I think he, to be fair, I think he did that for Spurs. He wouldn't be a regular starter, I, but he'd be someone to drop in for the European games or rotation. I, I'm ama- yeah, I'm amazed that a Villa didn't come in for him. You know, I think he's I think probably he, better than what they have. I think he has his limitations, though. You know, cracking mm, free kick and that, but. Do you know when he's running with his back to goal, he gets caught off quite easily. Like, do you know? Yeah, and that's probably why big teams are keeping away from him. Yeah, it could be, but it could be. But if he's a squad option, there's less risk in him. You know what I mean? He's a sort yeah. of finisher. But Luke, 
how you feel about Spurs? You know, happy with pre-season? Happy with what you got in? Conte seems to hint that he wants a bit more. Yeah, pre-season was, was all right. You know, I, I, it's difficult to take too much into account. I already mentioned Arsenal earlier. Um, but yeah, you know, you can win all your games in pre-season and then absolutely bottle it in the league. So who who knows what what that has to say about a lot of things. Spurs have been, they've brought in a lot of players, but how many will actually start tomorrow? Not many at all. Um, Bissouma still looks like he's injured. Um, Pe- Pe- Perisic is, is a douse, isn't he? Yeah. Um, Spence won't start tomorrow. Um, Richarlison's got one match banned and I don't think he'd start anyway. So yeah, it's it's going to be going to look like at Spurs potentially Longley could play left centre back, um, but it's interesting because Spurs actually put Perisic on the front cover of the the match day program. So I don't know whether that has anything to say about anything or if it's just they pulled someone one of the new signings and stuck them on. Um, so it's going to be interesting. I think that first game of the season is always tricky, um, as much as we say you know Southampton could be one of those that um, that may go down. I still think that, as Kev said, I think Aribo, I, he's the one I stuck in instead of Martinelli in my uh, fancy team this weekend, actually. So, uh, well, if, well, if he scores two against you, then you'd be all right, because at least you fancy Well, team, yeah, so. that's the yeah, only benefit win, to fancy football, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, that's the only benefit to playing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, look, you know, Spurs aren't going to lack goals this season. Um, you know, with Cade Son and Kulosevsky uh, leading the line, I think we'll be fine. Toss up again on, on right back, whether we play with Doherty or we play with Emerson. Um, a lot of fans still don't know how we're going to line up, so it's going to be interesting. But yeah, talking about James Ward-Prowse, the only reason I take him at Spurs is just to take Harry Kane off free kicks. I remember mm. when I was uh, when I was at the Rangers game pre-season, and I was stood uh, just before half time in the queue to get a pie, and uh, there's they had the screen in, so we were watching the game, and all the fans that were queuing with me, there's a free kick there, and everyone was like, "Oh no, please no, Harry Kane!" And then he stepped up. Smashed it miles over the bar. It's just, it's outrageous that he's still on free kicks. He scores one in preseason and one about three years ago. Do you know who's an absolute stinker for that? Roberto Ronaldo. Carlos. <laughs> Roberto, Roberto Carlos had that one in La Tournois. He scored yeah, a lived, couple. But his record, and, yeah, Ronaldo is another one. Their record, I mean, for the, for the reputation that they have, their record from free kicks is abysmal. Absolutely <laughs> shocking. And the thing is, with look, I think Tottenham have done good business, but I think they've done good business to stand still. Uh, they'll they'll secure they've secured top four for me. They're as long as they don't go deep in Europe. I think yeah. if they go this deep is- in Europe, there could be a, they could have an issue. <laughs> I definitely think they need to address um, a centre back option. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, but it, I think every every side in the league with a month to go in the window has has, uh, has has one or two positions that they could address. I mean, I how I I go tomorrow. Look, I think Spurs run out comfortable four 0 um, Well, that's I, that, Pete. If carry on. <laughs> <laughs> we're, well, we're, we're going to have to get to. We'll go, we'll to, go to that bit, shall we? Go on. What, yeah, we'll go to that bit. I th- look, I go four 0 with it. Um, I just think Spurs. I want to see what Spurs are going to be like when they have to take the game to a side. Southampton aren't going to come out and attack you. Spurs are brilliant on the counter. They're absolutely lethal on the counter. Arguably, one of the best sides in the league on the break. 
but making the game while it's nil nil, getting that getting ahead. It's the first goal for for Spurs. If you give Southampton something to hold on to, Southampton took points off Spurs last season, so they're not afraid of them. There's nothing no, new I- in. There's nothing new in Southampton. Sorry, in the Spurs side, the Southampton didn't see. It's just the Southampton have youth and exuberance going for them this season. You know, they don't have the experience of some of the players that they've lost. I, I just think the Spurs will probably have too much for them on a day. But I don't. No, look, no, it's going to be four now. I don't. I I don't see this being a banana. I don't see there being a banana skin and anything in this. There really shouldn't be. Probably if there see. is, then you're, Luke, you're going to be. Uh, I'm not coming back podcast. on. No, you're yeah. going to be having a lively podcast in the weekends. <laughs> yeah. So, Steve, what are you going for for your uh, North London brothers? I'm biting my tongue. Um, <laughs> Hold when, <in> your nose. <laughs> I definitely Spurs win tomorrow. No doubt with that. So, Hampton haven't got enough to beat them. Um, I do think Spurs are still lacking depth up front. If Harry Kane gets injured, then who comes in? Who comes in for him? Do you know what I mean? If Son gets injured, who comes in? The two of them together are absolutely lethal. But if you take one out, who actually comes in? Do you know? Look at the goals Son scored last year. Look at the goals Harry Kane scored. Well, not in the first half. First half (laughs) of the season because there was not. But the damage the two of them did was incredible. Uh, mm. something Kev said there I still think they're lacking in the centre half position as well do you know you have uh, you have Christian Romero absolute fabulous player fabulous player he's still on loan I think is it he's, he's no we just signed him on a permanent deal yeah he's done is he done is it do yeah, you know that's a fab that's a but who do you put next to him do you put Dyer do you put Sanchez do you know oh don't These Sanchez two... <laughs> he needs to just stay far 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 away these lads have mistakes in them, you know. Yeah. Um, as Kev said, I, I, what I'm looking forward to seeing is how Spurs treat Southampton. Do Spurs themselves sit back and try to catch, catch them on the counter, or do they attack? Do you know? Because if 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 they follow the Conte way, they're going to sit back, defend, soak it, and then attack. Do you know? And. That can only continue for so long before teams adapt to it. It happened that when he was at Chelsea, teams adapted to it and they overran him eventually. And finally, he left before he was about to get the boot. You know, he's after being given a lot of money now to bring in players. Perisic, I think, is a very, very smart boy. Again, he's a bit old, but by God, he'll give you 50, 50, 60 minutes and he is good. Spence. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify is a bit of a risk. But again, he's young and he showed it last season out alone that he's capable of doing it. You know, Richardson for me is, the confu- I'm confused by that one totally. You're going to go away and pay 52 million for a man that won't even start. Do you know? Richardson's going to be sitting on the bench. 
And I think, Luke, you might have even said that yourself. How could Spurs change that front three that yeah. did damage in the second half of last season? You know? That that front three was absolutely brilliant. And as an Arsenal fan, do you know, I'm afraid to admit it, like, but yeah, it was brilliant. And that's what actually got Spurs the fourth place last season, plain and simple. Do you know? But tomorrow, I think they're going. To, I think it's going to be four one or four nil down to Tottenham. Okay, okay. I've gone two nil Spurs because I think Spurs do what they always do, which is sit deep and then get a couple and Conte will do the Mourinho thing off. Right, two. That's enough. Shut up shop. Let's wait for tomorrow. Let's wait for next week. Nothing wrong with that. I just think that's what, that's normally his mo. It's just get the win with the minimum amount of effort, which is what you probably need to do to get yourself fresh for Europe. Luke, what are you going for? Yeah, do you know what? It's going to be going to be interesting. I think I think Spurs will will concede. It's just you know it's just the way, isn't it? So I, I'm going to go three three one. Um, but what's like really weird about Spurs at the moment is that come changing the subject slightly. It looks like we're looking at buying that Udinese left back Destiny. I don't know, I'm going to butcher his last name. Udoji. Um, cause, yeah, because it looks like, uh, from what I've read today, he's been left out of their squad and Spurs are going to buy him, but then they're going to loan him straight back. And this is a signing that Conte wants. So I'm very confused about, that's, you know. That's what we're planning for Paris. That's basically saying Paris is just going to be here for a year. We yeah. can't shift regular on. So this we'll is uh, future, matters, plan- isn't that's future planning for next year. Yeah. I, so, I, no. I also... I also saw Spurs are linked with uh, Zanioli, is it? Zanioli from Roma? Yeah. Zaniolo. Very good player. Yeah. Very, very good player. He would yeah. actually... if it, I really like him. He's a really good player. He'd be interesting. You know, and it's just a case that Spurs would have... The thing is, if you sign someone like him, Spurs would probably almost have to play a back four. Yeah, because, so this is why... Yeah. This is what apparently Conte Conte wants. Sorry, Kev. Is that? Yeah, no, shoot, wants, shoot, Sorry, and it's something that we need. You know, we saw it in in preseason against Roma, where we played a Jose Mourinho team, and they just sat back, did exactly what we do, soaked us up, and we just could not do anything. It was a probably one of the worst games I've seen Spurs play in a long time, and apparently, from what I've been reading, Spurs want or Conte wants to be able to play the standard system that he will play. And then have the ability to switch it and play two up top with an attacking midfielder and uh, and go down that direction. But you know, for me to again cost you another fifty million pound, roughly, he's for a, for a player that's going to play in twenty five percent of the games because we'll only change that formation when we're playing. You know, but deep the thing line. is, mate. Look, I mean, the thing is, if you want to be, ch- I mean, if you if you want to be getting into the top four, you are where you are, and that's fine. If you if you want to be getting into the latter stages of Champions Leagues and you want to be challenging to get into the to break up the Liverpool and City dominance, not you know, and I'm not being trying to be big headed or anything like that. No, no. You you have to be looking to have real quality Latin. depth. I think Latin. you've overpaid for Richarlison. That's just look, I've said this before. But that caliber of player, having him as an option with his Zaniola as an option. Is the kind of depth that sides need to be able to compete for top top trophies at the back end of the season, and at some point, Spurs are going to have to bite the bullet and do it because Chelsea will. Yeah, you know, um, Arsenal yeah. have spent the bones of two hundred million over the last few windows 
So for me, Arsenal have to get in the top four, otherwise what's the bloody point? You know, so it's like the top six for four spots is really lively. And the thing is, as a Liverpool fan, we need the likes of Arsenal, Spurs, Chelsea, Manchester United to be able to come and take, not just take points off us, but take points off City, not just roll over like most sides do. You know, and you can leave that to us, don't worry. <laughs> but the thing, I mean, to, I mean, to be fair, the thing is, like, I mean, most to be fair, Spurs were the only side to take points off yeah, Liverpool but most, and City. When it comes to Manchester imagine. City, most sides roll over. You know, not all, yeah, but I mean, most. You know, there's there's a soft touch. Oh, it's Man City. We'll we'll play a weak inside, or we just we're beaten in the tu- in the tunnel. You know, and if you spend the money, you have to be able to compete. And Arsenal have spent the money. Spurs have spent the money now. You know, Arsenal have no excuses this season. They have to finish in the top four. Otherwise, it's an absolute failure. There's no other way of going around it. You can't go and spend 200 million quid in three transfer windows. And, That's close to 300. Well, whatever they've spent, they've spent. They've, they've reduced their wage bill, granted. But they've still shelled out serious money, be it good on good money or bad money. They have to get a return for it. They have to get in the Champions League. You know, they bought it last year, so they have to do it this year. Well, Kev, Kev, put it it this way. If one of Spurs or Arsenal don't get into the uh, top four, what do you think will happen to the managers? They will vanish. Some would say, (laughs) IP vanished. Yes, it's a new season and my puns are still here. There you go. And I haven't got got Luke Tanner to wind up over these. So, just so you know, guys, did you know that browsing online using incognito mode does, does not actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without security, you might as well give away your private data to hackers, advertisers, and all other undesirables. Uh, IP Vanish is a VPN to make it easy for you to be truly private and secure on the internet. IP Vanish helps you safely browse the internet by 100% encrypting your data. This means all your private details, passwords, communications, browser history, and more are completely shielded from um, from the wrong hands. Even your physical location is hidden, so IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. So you can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing speed. You can use it on your computers, your tablets, your phones, and even on your Fire Stick with a, with a streaming media, whether you're, whether you're at home or out in the public. So uh, you can go online without using IP Vanish. So for you guys, IP Vanish is offering you an incredible 70% off their yearly plans, and that also includes a 30-day money-back guarantee. So you're basically getting nine months for free. And IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap a button and you're instantly protected. Uh, you won't even know it's on. So stop sharing stop sharing with the world what you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back. And these guys are rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So just go to ipvanish.com forward slash daytrippers to claim your 70% off savings. That's ipvanish.com forward slash daytrippers. There we go. Look at that. It's like it's like the season oh, never Red, ended. Red, Red Steve in the chat. He is well pleased. He is well. Oh, pleased. he's he's missed he's missed my puns. He absolutely loves them. Yeah. <laughs> right. Let's move on to someone that we can all have some fun with. Let's talk about Everton because um, <laughs> they've got a hard they've got a hard first game at home to Chelsea. So now listen, I hope Chelsea last year. Um, they somehow managed to beat them, which was really irritating because I, I was quite looking forward to the uh, the Blues going down. But, Kev, this is a weird game because 
Chelsea's owner slash sporting director thinks he's playing fantasy football and is just buying any shiny toy you can get hold of with no real plan for what how they're going to work. And Everton have sold their only hope, which was Richarlison. Their second hope, which was Cavaloon, is injured for six weeks. And all they've done is bought a centre-back in from a relegated side. It's going well. Well, he brought in... Um, you met the kiddie from Burnley as well that I keep forgetting his name, the left winger. Oh, that's fair, actually. And they brought in... Apparently, they've signed... They're signing, you remember the, the kid in the week that West Ham were linked with? Oh, his name escapes me, but he's having a medical at Everton. Anoana. Uh, that's it, Anoana, yeah. Uh, I mean, unless he can play up front, what's the point in spending 30 odd million for him? It's pointless. You know, goals win yeah. games and goals keep you up. Everton are in the shit. And I said it last year that it's a miracle they survived it all. Financially, they're fucked. And it's only a matter of time before they go. I think they're gone. I think they'll go this season. In fact, Frank is a, a walking disaster, waiting to waiting to be sacked, and he's got he's already got his ready made excuses. There's no reason whatsoever that Chelsea just don't go and put a score up, just go and run a score up like they're playing a cricket match. Just go and have fun with it because there is absolutely nothing in that Everton side that should fit, that should worry Chelsea in any way, shape, or form. And Chelsea should be able to give their new signings a run out and. Just go and have some fun with it because, <laughs> look, I, when I first started watching football, Everton were a serious side. You know, they were a top, top team. Likes of Gray and Lineker, Adrian Heath, they had Peter Reid in midfield. They were, you know, Radcliffe. They were a proper side. You look at them now, they're an absolute shadow. The only reason, it's, it's pure dumb luck that they haven't been relegated this far. You know, this long. There's no way you can go through spending that much money that badly and not get punished for it. It's shocking what's well, going on there. They also did a deal, so didn't they do some sort of deal that went the financially they were okay? For fuck's sake, man. They're, they're building a stadium under the fucking sea. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're a joke of they, a club. They did a deal with Alistair Usmanov, okay? He's, no, no, they did No, no, they, no they had after a, that. After that, they had a conversation with the Premier League, which is basically almost like squaring the books, right? so... They didn't get a point deduction. Yeah. Were, oh yeah, it was, that, it was all very like. That's that's where I was going. Alistair yeah. Usmanov is was kind of like the silent partner in everything. Was he? And he was at Arsenal for a good while, wasn't he? So he, he was. Yeah. He was. He was the second biggest shareholder, and even the own the the main fella for everything, Marshy, he was sitting on the Arsenal board as well one time. Do you know? So they yeah. took the ball when Cronky wouldn't leave them, wouldn't leave them have a say in the club, and they went to everything. They bought everything. Usmanov then decided to come in under the radar and uh, sponsor the training ground, give them thirty million for the training ground a year, and then he was doing a sponsorship for their jerseys, and he was kind of like funding the wages. So you fast forward, you fast forward to just be in February. You had the war in Ukraine. And guess who Usmanov is in bed with? Putin. So then all his assets are seized, the whole lot. So everything then, everything's money dried up. Hence why financial fair play then got involved on top of it. They should have been deducted points at the end of the season and they should have went down. They were completely over, over the percentage that they were allowed and they got away with murder. 
Yeah. I don't think I. I, yeah, I don't I mean, think it'll happen this year. No, I tell you, what, Luke. Um, I've still not forgiven Man United and Chelsea for throw, for throwing those wins away at Goodison Park. The one time you want those dickheads to turn up and just do their job, for fuck's sake! Do you know what I mean? You're like, uh, it was just like it was like a car crash. Oh, it was so much fun while it lasted. It was good fun though. Uh, how are you seeing this? I mean, I can't say anything. That I still think Chelsea will, as much as they're haphazard and a bit of a car crash, I just think Everton are ten times worse. Yeah, Everton are to pour, aren't they? And I, and I think again, I'm, without kind of echoing Kev the whole entire stream. I think that he's 100% correct. You know, you, you know, that's all right. You look at, you know, yes, Spurs over overspent on Richarlison. Now, going back in time when this deal came about, the rumours were that actually the reason why it was so high was to, we were then going to do a deal regarding Harry Winks to go to Everton. That's what and I that thought. was going to basically even itself out. But it seems as though they've kind of gone off that idea and they're going on this uh, Onana now. Um, and then... What's yeah, that? three no, times just, faster than you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I've just no idea where they're going to get goals from. You know, I think you're right. I think you know Dwight McNeil. He's he's a, he's a decent player. Tarkovsky, you know, fair play. But you they've know, got players like own... Dwight Gale who are handy, and they are. And Dwight Gale did well last year for him, but he's not got. He's not a twenty goal season man for you. You know, he's probably not. Yeah, he's probably got one. Not Dwight McNeil got, got one goal last year. Yeah, no, but and you look at Damari Gray, who was who was I, good for them. But yeah, again, but Rafa he's not going to get he's not going to get double figures. So you're like, Oof. no, he's not. No, you know, you saw the comments from like Frank Lampard in, in preseason. You know, when they got battered in the US, and by he's just coffee, you know, by, yeah, by a cost of coffee barista. Exactly, and he's saying you know how poor how poor they were and how much work is needed and all the rest of it. You know, I think the wheels have come off even before the season's even started. You know, if no one's back in Everton to get relegated this season, then they seriously need to think about their gambling activities because. You know, I I can't see any I can't see anybody, but Everton wow. will be the first name of me to. Everton's last loss to Chelsea at the ground was 2014, so it's a bit of a bogey go for it. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd look at you that. know Chelsea. Chelsea also worried me if I was a Chelsea fan, you know, because I still don't think that they have a goal a goal scoring striker who's gonna. I saw they were linked with the Bamiyang this week. I think it's just Do you know what some of the moves they're doing. If there's a if there's a manager out there that can get a tune out of him, it's Thomas Tuchel. Mm. He works he, wonders with him at, at Dortmund, and because he didn't do, he's going. is going to be leaving Barcelona. There's there's no question about that. It's just a case of where he's going to go. Oh no, Steve. Honestly, he's he's definitely going to be leaving there. 100%. I I I can't see it, especially you know when I, he has. When his family actually a, live in Barcelona. Yeah, I don't. I look, Steve. I'm sorry, lad. He's all year pop. The, with that one, the the idea that Ansu Fati is going to be back and available and fit, Dimbele is back available and fit. Isn't it also the way Lewandowski as well? Yes, he's on big wages, but this whatever his name is at Chelsea don't care. He's, no, not, what he's, I mean spending, is, he's, he's spending money like it's confetti. He, they he need just, to release those wages, Chris. That's, that's what I'm yeah, saying. That's yeah, what I mean. They, they, they need to get his wages off the, the belt wages so off they the can off the rent, books. And the same with so the same with Depay. You know, they need those wages off the book as well. So He's off to Juventus, isn't he? Apparently. Yeah, I wouldn't be a bit surprised if Aubameyang does end up at Chelsea. Purely and simply, even if he's just an option, um, it would make sense. It would be the kind of... And that would allow them then to shift Timo Werner on. You know, because it just didn't work. It, Timo Werner looked brilliant in the Bundesliga. And when he Outrageous plays for Germany, he's, re- he's really good. 
You know, when he plays for Germany, he's really good. But for whatever reason, it's a mental block. What it's talent, it's nerves. German, it's, I think German, whatever German, it is. Strike, German strikers coming from the Prem to England, it's starting to be what Italians coming to Serie A to England is becoming. They fairly rarely work out. It just yeah, seems to be look, a thing now that it doesn't just, seem to I, work for them. I just think Chelsea go there. I, I got them down to win three uh, nil. The kind I've of got, lineup that Everton are going to have to put out. If I, they put out the kind of lineup that they're going to put out, listen, I, I just think they'll go with Gordon, Gray, and McNeil as a front three, and the rest, Matthew. every single one of them, is going to be defensive minded after that. They'll try to hold on, but it'll go. It'll be funny. It'll start Rondon just to wind them up. Which <laughs> well, you, it just it made me laugh because it's like. So he's not. It's not just rapper who starts this fella. Honestly, God. But you got so, Everton mates, Chris. So what are they saying to you? You know, <laughs> they're not. They're not talking to me. I can't. Think, I can't, I can't. <laughs> they, they haven't spoken to me for a little while. To be honest, there might be a reason for that. Um, I think it, I, I've got three-one Chelsea uh, only because I still think defensively Chelsea are, are are a bit of a work in progress. I don't think they've got enough defensively. Thiago Silva's brilliant. Is a mad one, isn't it? You know, it's actually a lot money. It but, says to me, Alonso's going, yeah, and they're obviously still worried about Chilwell's fitness after his um, his ACL because yeah. he's he's a good. Fair, listen, I, like, I, I like Cucurella. Yeah, I do as well. Yeah, so well, I like apparently Rondon is suspended. So <laughs> <laughs> getting better, getting better. Okay, okay. So, Steve, what have you got for this game? I'm going Everton 2-1. I think Everton will catch Chelsea on the hop. Do you know, everybody is riding them off first game of the season. Uh, Chelsea have a very poor record there. Very poor. And just as you were saying a while ago, Manchester United went there, got back, lost. Arsenal went there and lost. Chelsea went there and lost last season. And this was a team, Everton were a team that were on the way down. So, I actually think they could sneak this 2-1. I was just thinking there, I was Chelsea all along. But looking at it, I just think they could sneak it. Do you know? Chelsea, Everton are a bogey team to Chelsea. They are. Mm. And strange enough, these patterns seem, seem to continue. Um, I don't know who's going to score the goals from. But again, I just... Uh, with Chelsea as well, Chelsea have no strikers. Do you know? There's nobody to put the ball in the net. Kai Havertz is the only one. They'll play. They'll put Sterling out out in the right. Um, they'll probably play what's his name Pulisic on the left. But then in mm. midfield, who do who do they have in midfield? And their back four is completely exposed at the moment. Uh, are they going to throw Kukurela straight in? Do you know that's red- another thing. Yes. Is he red- is he in time? I, I, I wasn't sure if he's registered in time. Okay. Um, I just it'd be a mad, uh, be a mad just, one to throw him in, wouldn't it? Yeah, I, look, it's it's the thing is though, as much I look, I enjoy laughing at Everton, but they do have a habit of getting these sort of results at home. I just feel like they normally get these sort of results at home when it's um, a little bit back into the season, you know, back against all you, you know, you desperately need the results. But listen, nothing was surprising because Kai Havertz did not like Yeri Mina roughing him up last time. And to us, that killed Chelsea's game plan the last game because Kai Havertz just got completely rattled by Yeri Mina, dominated him, and a little bit of the dark arts. And he, he just didn't like it at all, did he? So we will have to and- see. But let's move, on, let's move on to our next game. Um, so 
Well, like uh, West Ham at home to City. Now, I'll start with you, Luke. I think City um, are home. You've, no, it's at West Ham. No, it's at West Ham. Is this? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, it's at West Ham. Uh, so, Luke, um, I sort of, I sort of feel like for this game, this might be West Ham, for West Ham. This might be the best time to play City because they may be possibly a little undercooked. They've only done three, uh, two, two friendlies plus the league, plus the Charity Shield final. So now, listen, that's kind of Pep's way. Pep always sort of does less games, more training. That's kind of his way. And look, listen, they've won back-to-back titles, so you can't question it too much. But for West Ham, is this possibly the right time to play Chelsea? They, they've got a couple of draws recently at home against against their city. So what do you think? Yeah, do you know what? I kind of slightly agree with you. I think if we look at the first game in last season, Spurs against City, Spurs went there under Nuno uh, and... Uh, Oh, sorry, they came to us and the Nuno. We, yeah, we scraped a, a 1-0 win. I, I just think that... I don't think West Ham have strengthened enough. They've gone after some targets and not got them. Um, you know, we can look at Skamaka. Is he going to come in? Is he going to be ready? I still think there's there's certain teams in the Premier League that just, in my opinion, don't have enough firepower to compete. You know, when you play against City, you need to score at least two goals to win the game. Mm. And so I just, I do worry about West Ham. I hope they don't win. So I'm going to go for, do you know what? I'm going to go for an exciting five-goal thriller, 3-2 Man City. Ooh, okay. Steve, how are you seeing it? Uh, I'm going to go West Ham, lads, on this. Man City doesn't start well at all in the Premier League. Um, also, they look very short as well throughout that squad. Uh, look at the players there after leaving go. And also, look at Fernandinho with Fernandinho gone. I don't think they've strengthened properly. Yeah, they brought in Calvin Phillips, but he's not going to replace Fernandinho. Um, Harlan coming in, it's going to take time for him to get going. Um, the one player that I, I am looking forward to seeing from Man City is Alvarez. Um, I actually rate this fella. He's 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 like an, he's like a young Sergio Aguero. He'll take time, but he's he's an absolute steal. Um, Manchester United. Man, Man United had the option to buy him back in January for ten million, and they said no. They they passed over. Him. Do you know? So that tells you about their uh, scout network. Uh, West Ham, West Ham. Last season and the season before, they were fabulous. The Europa League killed West Ham last year. They were all going for top four. And then when they came out of the group stages of the Europa League and went further into it, that's where they started to suffer. They didn't have the squad in that. I think um, they're after being very smart in the market. I think they got the, the fellow from Burnley, is it Cornet? Uh, yeah, the winger. He, he, got, he got confirmed today, yeah. So I think he's eligible yeah. for the weekend. Yeah, um, Dev Skamaka. Who, who I actually like. I thought Arsenal were interested in him, you know. He's a big, solid unit. Uh, the question is, I think one of you mentioned it there a while ago, an Italian player trying to adapt to the Premier League. He could he could fall flat in his face. Like uh, I don't know. I think Man City are very slow starters to the Premier League, and I think West Ham could just pip them. Uh, mm. I'd, I'd go for a 3-2 win to West Ham as well. Uh, oh, uh, 3-2 win for West Ham. I'm liking that, Steve. Kev, I mean, look, with, your Liverpool, with our Liverpool hats on, 
this is probably in looking at the opening four or five game. This is probably the only real sound game that I could see City maybe dropping points in because I think the next four are against sides where I'd expect City to batter them no matter who they play. So, you know, and West Ham away, look, West Ham away for top six sides, they just like to make it. They've made a trick. They've made that stadium now a fortress again, a bit more of a, oh, I can't be arsed going to West Ham. Whereas before it used to be like, Oh, it's great goes to West. It's great goes at you say West Ham. They all ate it anyway, so nobody cares, nobody shouts. So it's actually quite an, it's quite a nice, pleasant day. Whereas now you're going, ah, really can't be asked going to West Ham away at the moment. You know, yeah. that's kind of that's kind of how they made it. Now they make it big, they make it physical for you, they make it tough, and they've got some players. You know, Antonio still causes teams problems. Uh, Bowen's still there. Corner gives them more pace, uh, and the new Italian guy they signed had the greatest reveal video. For, for those of a certain age, ever with the yeah, uh, it was goal, it? With, with the goal at so throwback, I was well into that. Yeah, it was brilliant. Look, I mean, we're all hope. Look, those of us in this parish are all hoping that West Ham is uh, an absolute shithole to go to for Man City this weekend. You know, it's going to be horrible. But Thor is probably. You know, it wouldn't surprise me. City five nil winning, coming Haaland to burst those bubbles. You know, it's it wouldn't surprise you, but it's uh, one of those. Do you know what I mean? It. I think a lot of people are sleeping on Boeing this season. You know, yeah. they're talking about all the new signings and what have you. They've still got the core of the side that uh, were in with a shout of a top four last season. You know, the core eleven that played most games. And we've they, been they around still got that. And they weren't far off getting to a European final either. They were yeah, one they, game away for European final, so. And the big the thing Sam was they kept Rice, which is a big, big thing for them keeping him. They, they were always going to keep Rice with the fee that they were that they were quoting. Mm-hmm. You know, they were always going to keep him, and he seems quite happy to stay. You know, it's um, and he's right to because there's no suitable Suits club that yeah, there's no club out there that you think are going to pay a big money for him and give him the platform that he needs to play. Week in, week out, to build a rhythm to maintain that you know he's one of the three best English centre mids out there for a World Cup slot. So mm. he's at, he's at the right club, and Skamaka from Sassuolo, yeah, good signing, thirty million, not over the top for an Italian centre forward who's starting for Italy now. You know, it's not huge when we were talking about Zaniolo earlier. We're talking fifty million plus. You know, so getting so getting in for thirty million. They've also spent thirty million on a player from Ren Aguard, I think his name is Ariola. They've got for eight million, done that deal, got that over the line. Um, and Downs they got from Swansea nine point eight million. You know, they've actually spent eighty million this window without receiving a transfer fee in for anyone. You know, they've left a lot of players go and freed up a lot of wages, but they haven't recouped a transfer fee for anybody. So, and Moyes is, and Cornet is to be added to that. And he still wants to get a couple of more signings in. I think they're going to be one of those clubs that, like you said earlier, Chris, they're right at the top of the list of the who needs them club. You know, I watch mm-hmm. a lot of boxing and you you get those fighters when you're looking at heavyweight division saying you're right at the top of the who needs him because they're just going to be an absolute nuisance to play against they're going to be 
horrible and it's a horrible away day and first up first game of the Premier League if you ask Man City who don't you want to play outside the top six West Ham is top of the list you know you Definitely. don't want to go there first game of the season I just I, 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 I've think, got him down as a 2-2 draw uh, I just I, think West Ham are good enough to get point off him I think say, West I mean, Ham has sorry go, on, sorry. go on, you go you go Steve go yeah I think West Ham ha- actually has the firepower to actually to actually uh, get at City. Look at who they have. You have uh, Farnells, that's their Bowen. You have Benarama. Do you know, these are all guys, quick players that can get in around that City defence. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're technically gifted. Then just behind them, then you have the likes of Rice and you have Suchek, two guys that can actually break up that midfield of City. Do you know? As you say, Kev, West Ham are a nightmare to play. In London, like absolute nightmare. Do you know you don't know what you're going to get with them? Do you know? I I just think City, with City, I think City has lost a few players there. That like losing Sterling, losing Gabriel Jesus, Senchenko, Fernandinho. They're a core of players as well. Do you know that helped City when when their backs were against the wall, when it was 2-2 or 1-1 or whatsoever, Gabriel Jesus would come on and nick that goal. Do you know, Fernandinho, when they're 3-2 up, would come in and close out the game. They don't have that anymore at the moment, you know? And they're adapting their new players in this game to a settled West Ham side, do you know, in London. I, I, I can only see West Ham beating City and, do you know, if this was six months down the line, I'd be saying something different. I'd be saying Man City. But I think West Ham will catch City on the hop here. I think they have those players up top that will trouble that back line. Do you know? And it'll be interesting to see, like, do you know? Um I think I think City I think West Ham are also in in for a show for top four. I don't think it's just between the, the six teams that are there. I, I'd keep an eye on West Ham as well as outside chance. Outsiders for top four as for well. Sure. Like. Cool. Uh, I agree with Philip. I, I'm going for a and you Kev, I'm going for a two-two. But the caveat I'll put is West Ham have to score first because uh, when they got their their two-two last time was they took the lead. They probably should have actually extended the lead, which then gave them the the belief to get it back from two-one down to get it to two-two. I think if you, I think we all know if City go for, go one up in ten minutes for most games, it it kind of goes pretty much game over. That's kind of how those games go. So. You do, you do need that, but you know, fingers crossed. I, I think it'll be a good game anyway. West Ham City is always actually an entertaining game to watch. And as the chat pointed out, uh, uh, Ogbonner is back because he did his ACL against when they beat us three two. Yeah, uh, he's a big player for them. Very good centre back, you know. So again, that's another big win, big win for them. So let's, before we go to the last game, let's talk a little bit about. Uh, Let's do a bit of fancy football chat because uh, me and Kev, between us, know nothing about fancy football. Uh, Kev, uh, do we, Kev? Let's be honest. Shawnee is the no. king of fancy football in, in the Trippers. You, me, haven't got a clue. I think between us, we've made 7,000 changes to our sides and we both go, still doesn't look very good, but, you know, I'll go with it. Luke, are you massively into your fancy football and are you going to give us some tips of what you think is really good fancy football-wise? Yeah, no, I love fancy football, but I'm so, so, so bad at it. Hence my discussion earlier about leaving Mar- Martial in. I'll tell you what, what my thinking was originally about him is that I believe watching preseason with Man United, he will, he will when he's fit, play up front for Man United. I, I honestly believe that. And I think under Ten Hag, 
that's what he wants. But don't pick him because he's currently got a hamstring injury and a massive red arrow. Uh, so that doesn't really help me. Um, I don't know. I've I've kind of gone a little bit round there. I went Ramsdale in goal. I think that he's... Do you know what? I hate this thing. I said this last week. I hate this thing about Spurs fans and Arsenal fans not picking opposition players. Like When it comes to fantasy football, that's what it's all about. It's all about the fun. I can watch Arsenal tonight. Ramsdale keeps a clean sheet and I'm buzzing. You know, if I watch Arsenal any other time, I'm throwing my dogs against the TV. Do you know what I mean? Um, But uh, yeah, kind of my only tip, I suppose, is I I stuck in um, Aribo and also Jesse Lingard. I think that Mm. um, Nottingham Forest have have got him in in a year. He needs to do something to to kind of get them forward. Maybe he'll be on penalties. Who knows? So uh, it's kind of really my only tips. Apart from that, probably all gone for the same players, really. The Salas, Harlands, if you can afford them both. I've got yeah. I've got a salad. I couldn't afford Harland. Um So, Kev, what sort of formation are you going? Are you doing the me? The I three, went four, three to put all. The I went three four. Yeah, I went three four three, but I'm regretting it. I managed to get Cucurella in, and um, oh, I chuck away like, not chuck away. Uh, what's his name? Uh, chuck um, uh, uh, the kitty from Villa who who went to Chukameka, Chelsea. I can't remember his. Yeah, that's his name. Yeah. I got, I got I had him in as well, so I don't know what the story with him is. Whether he's going to play or not, I have no idea. Yeah. But um, I, I signed Cucurella because I thought he'll go Chelsea. But then I, yeah, I didn't I did pick him. Well. Big, I didn't pick him. Big thing. Oh, he won't be eligible no. in time. And I, I, I think, just found out on the show he is, which is really annoying. I need for me from my team. I need Pedro Neto to to do something. I need first of all. I need him to stay fit and. If he stays fit, then I think he's going to be a goal. He's going to be a points machine for that mid-tier midfielder who plays up front. I think he'll, he's got to be a points machine if he stays fit. More so that I think he's going to be playing for a move next season. Um, where he goes, who knows? I'd love to have him. I would. I, I would. I would. I would if he can stay fit. But if he, he can stay fit. He hasn't proven yet that he can stay fit. Yeah, which is a. Big, I think he's. A, I think he's every bit as good a player now as what Jota was at that age. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he shows the same kind of signs, and if he has a good season this season, he'll be. Uh, Wolves will struggle to keep him next up next season, so he'll be one to watch. I think for me, yeah. Steve, what My, about yourself? Go on, Steve. What, what are your tips? So I went for the three four three as well. Um, it's good to have. I have no Spurs players in my team. <laughs> Shocking behaviour. Not even a Perisic. What is wrong with you? Yeah. I do have three Liverpool players, though. Do you know? Uh, he's, all, he's all right. He's all right. That, he's all right that yeah. Steve. I have Trent, Salah, and uh, Darwin up. Darwin up top for me. I have Haaland and Jesus next to him then as well. Um, it's not a bad front three, that to be fair. Yeah, I've Martinelli in midfield. He, he scored me eight tonight, and I'd Senchenko in the back line another twelve. Do you know? Um, I also have Declan Rice and Bailey as well from Aston Villa. Do you know? And I've Everson on goal. Um, fancy football. It's only this year is where I'm actually going to be committed to it. Last season, I still had a Bamiang up top. Um, and he was gone to Barcelona. Do you know? He was up top for the last six months of it, like, and as, I, I got no points. Like, 
But, but uh, this year now, I'm looking forward to playing it, like, you know? I think everyone is in that boat, isn't it? We're all into it for the first month. That's, I think that's the whole point of what we're going to try and do in the show, is we're going to give a section of time every Friday night to... I mean, it's not going to be a Friday night football every Friday night. It's, and hopefully you'll guess, if there's no football on a Friday night, you'll have some idea of what players are doing what in the league when we discuss them. And you'll have time to change your teams. We use that substitution if you want to. Antic, I was asking for the FPL code. The FPL code is SILK6F. So you've missed it for this week, but you can always uh, always join, and um, it'll just you'll just be a week behind everyone else. Yeah. Plus, Kev, you, you know what's going to happen on all these shows when I when I'm hosting. You'll start talking about something, and I'll go, "Oh, my team!" Shit. So you'll see me live. You'll see my yeah, changes live. Yeah. I'll be going, "I've got ah oh, shit, my I'll, team." I'll, have one. I'll, I'll see. I'll, I'll see I'll, Chris picking up his pen and be like, "What's the top ten for this week? Who's on form? Who isn't?" Who, but that's the form? whole point of oh, it. I've got to change my whole team. <laughs> yeah, it's my just, only team. well, there's only one substitution a week, so I know it's like I'll be honest. I've gone down the route of playing three fullbacks who yeah. I know are attacking because I thought you're more likely to get assists. Uh, and goals, and I thought I, my my basic brain went. That's got to be more worth more points, and so I'll go with that. It probably isn't going to work, to be fair. And Sean is probably going to beat me about about seven thousand points. So you know, but that's the world we're in. But if you look, if you're in the if you're in the trippers trippers league, <laughs> join it because you can all laugh at me and Kev. Because I think me Can't me and Kev doing me and Kev doing the relegation battle, aren't we, Kev? We just no doubt we're no going to enjoy that, aren't we? Right, but let's hey, go with the we get, let's, we get our day off to a flying start tomorrow morning. So we do, we do. Let's go into and so Liverpool against Fulham, which will be um, it's a weird one to say because um, we seem to be in this habit at the moment, Kevin, getting the um, newly promoted side away from home, which normally is a bit of a pain in the ass because you know we like the Norway play above themselves. I mean, look, we had knowledge last time, and to be fair. It's probably one of the coziest away, uh, away games we ever had. But yeah. Fulham's an interesting one. They haven't done what they did last time they came, which is like buy a new team. They seem to do more steady building. But I was listening to a Fulham pod earlier. Uh, they've only got two fit centre-backs in the entire squad. And it sounds like Harry Wilson's picked up quite a nasty injury because you know it's a bad injury when you see the, the local press saying, it's okay, he should be fine for the World Cup. World Cup's in November. So... If you're tipping it to be okay for the World Cup, that's not a, a short-term injury, is it? So, are you looking forward to Fulham? No. Um, I'd rather play anyone but the promoted sides. I've just got this thing that promoted sides will have spent the last, the fans especially, will have spent the last two months waiting and eyeing up who are we going to get first. And they're going to be absolutely hopping for the first game of the season. And by the way, uh, Liverpool are in town. You know, it's uh, it doesn't get much bigger. So it's a banana skin waiting to happen when anyone plays a promoted side. Because people will be looking at uh, Newcastle. I think Newcastle got Forest. Uh, I don't know who Bournemouth have, but a Bournemouth they're have at home to Villa. All you all you can do is go and win it. You know, you're not going to get any plaudits for going and beating a promoted side. And if anything happens, if they play above themselves, like they, I guarantee you, they will. They and we don't. We're not quite at it like we used to be under Brendan. Not so much under Jurgen. 
where you know you turn up and you expect to win. I, I think those days are gone for us. But if we're not at it tomorrow, twelve, you know, early kickoff, promoted side away from home. If we're not on it, then you know, strange things can happen. Eventually, Mitrovic is going to have a good season in the Premier League. He's too good a centre forward not to. You know, well, I, it's, I heard I heard a stat the other day which surprised me, which was not last week, not last time. The time before he was in the Premier League, he said he got eleven goals in the Premier League, which apparently is, uh, Antonio has never got above that. Which yeah, is interesting because everyone thinks Antonio. I, I thought Antonio scored more than that, and he no. clearly doesn't score enough. That no. Um, but Liverpool wise, and we'll come to the guests in a minute. Um, a little bit of a mini injury crisis going on. Um, Canate injury sounds like it's worse than the first thought because it sounds like now Phillips isn't going to go out alone. So that's what indicates to me it's at least probably a six-week job. It's a shame because Canati last year was really good for us. Uh, Jota, I think it's a few more weeks away, so I don't expect to see him until after Man United, maybe even early September. Chamberlain, who knows? No, that's uh, done. That's done. Uh, Jones actually sounds like they've, they've, he's picked up an injury, but they've picked up something quite sinister early. They're saying, they're saying like he's in a boot now, so which is a shame because uh, it's a big season for Jones, and I thought he did a right preseason. Uh, this is probably his moment. Now, Simicast, the injury doesn't sound too bad. I think he's going to train next week. Cater apparently is ill, but hopefully he's all right. Yeah, he's, he was supposed to have trained today, so yeah, as long as he didn't kick the ground, he'd be okay. So you know, yeah, it's it's, it's one, it's of, one of those. I mean, the thing is, Barrocks, every other injury is a few weeks. You know, mm-hmm. it's not a crisis. It's just a volume, and there's no need to be. I mean, there's no need for the overreaction that I'm seeing in some in some places. It's um, it's a small amount of injuries, which in general, almost all of them wouldn't start. So I'm not overly concerned. If I was um, Carvalho, looking at Curtis, and the thing is with Curtis, it looks like it's kind of it's a shin splints kind of thing it's mm. preventative more than anything else because of his age it's uh, it's just part of you know his biology at the end of the day we had a similar thing with Gerard when he's back at the same age you know where he just went through a spurt where got stress he factor be, back didn't he? yeah he had to be re, he had to be looked after at, at 2021 you know it seems similar thing with Curtis it's um it's more to do with his age and his physiology, you know, that they want to keep on top of it now, that when down the line, it's not going to be a problem. So, Jonathan look, says, I, I usually reserve my predictions, but I'm going 7-0, Salah to get six. Listen, Salah gets six, my fancy football tell you, points are going to be amazing. I'll tell you one thing. What's the stat with Salah? He scored in every first he, game he scored, of every season he's yeah. played in the Premier League for us. Which is the record now, because I think he's got six in a row. So he's looking to yeah. extend his own record now. Yeah. And if he gets Golden Boot this year, he will equal the record, which is currently with Thierry Henry, which is four Golden Boots. So, yeah. And, and there's, there's still actually people out there who argue that he isn't the best African player to play in the Premier League. It's ridiculous to me. But And yes, I'm biased, but I'll, I'll stand here until whenever they dot, and I'll argue that I'm right. Um, I expect us to go and I expect us to go and turn Fulham over. I even full strength. It's not the most hostile ground you're ever going to go to. You look at our first eleven. You look at the Man City perform the performance against Man City 
and the options, off, the options off the bench that can make a difference. I, I expect Bobby to start tomorrow. I expect Darwin to come off the bench probably on the hour. Those kind of options can really... I mean, if you're Tim Ream tomorrow and you've had 60 minutes chasing Bobby around the pitch, you know, I've been dragged from pillar to post and here's Darwin coming on, fresh-legged, running, looking to make an impact. You know, enjoy yourself. You know, welcome is, to Premier League, sunshine. Is Duffy going to Fulham? That was a rumor, wasn't it? I seen that it was uh, it was on the cards from Brighton that he was uh, he was looking to be loaned to Fulham. I don't know if it's gone through, Steve. If it is, it's a good move because I think he's the kind of defender that Fulham needs. Someone who actually just loves defending, you know, and he doesn't leave the six yard box like he's yeah. He hangs around there like and yeah. Well, do you know, what? me Fulham were linked with uh, Nat Phillips, who's a very similar. Ilk of a defender, but it sounds like the Canada injury might kibosh Phillips until until January. Yeah, which is a shame for Phillips, but needs bush. When I don't think Liverpool want to go down the route of let's let's risk three centre backs again. Yeah, last time we did last time, last time we did that, it, 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 it went really well. So yeah, well, that's, that's no, not without <laughs> Mental scars <laughs> for that are real, and they're still here. Oh, I think that, let's. That was a I think the first. Season. I think the first 15 minutes, Fulham are going to throw the kitchen sink at you, do you know? Yeah. But after that, after that, you can only see only one winner in this Liverpool. Like, too much firepower, too much class throughout the whole team. And the one thing Liverpool are good at is giving a disciplined performance when they have to, do you know? And this would be one of these games where hopefully they don't underestimate Fulham, that they don't walk out in the field thinking, yeah, we're going to coast this game and win it. If they don't if they do not do that, they'll win this easily enough. Do you know? Uh, even if Fulham score first, I, I can still see Liverpool putting three or four past them. Do you know? Too much firepower. Salah, uh, Firmino, uh, Diaz. What's the name? Fulham's backline won't be able to cope with that at all. And then after 50, 60 minutes, you bring Darwin off the bench. Do you know, it's it's a different nice, game, like, do you know, Tom? Yeah, Luke, it's a nice problem to have, like, isn't it? I mean, to be fair to Fulham, last time Fulham in the Premier League, they took uh, four points of Liverpool, beat, beat us at Anfield 1-0 when we had no centre-backs. And to be honest, Liverpool got away with a 1-1 at Craven Cottage. Let's, let's, yeah. let's be fair, we got a soft penalty and we were dog shit last time we went to Craven Cottage. But, and Kev, we'll talk about it in there, We've had some great members at Craven Cottage. Some big wins for seasons that, in the end, we didn't win the league. We finished second, but you've had like moments where you've gone, these, these have been great fun. We've had some great fun at Craven Cottage. We also had some dire games, but, you know. How are you seeing it, Luke, from a non-Liverpool perspective? Yeah, like you said, you got a dodgy penalty. That was nice to, to chirp in with that. Um, but, no. Well, uh, Harry, Harry Kane can't have all of them, mate. <laughs> Uh, wow, I can't believe we're going down this debate. Oh, um, it's not a debate, sunshine. <laughs> it's not a debate, you're 100% correct. <laughs> anyway, they don't argue back. It's rubbish. <laughs> Go on, sorry. Um, no, no, no. So, I, you know, I was going to say something really nice about Liverpool, but. Oh, no, no, I, like no. I think, look, I think I think that you're right to be pessimistic. <laughs> you know, I think all. Fans are going into the first game of the season. I reckon Steve probably was slightly pessimistic, you know, 15 minutes before kickoff today against Patrick Vieira. But um, 
Yeah, I, I, I can't see anything but an absolute drubbing for uh, for Fulham. To be completely honest, I, you know, I'm going four five maybe nil. I don't, I don't see, I don't see Fulham doing anything against Liverpool. You know, you see how well they played um, attacking in possession um, against City in the in the Charity Shield. I think that you know to then play a Fulham side that have just been promoted. I think you know we can talk all day long about. You know, games in the past, everything else, but Liverpool are a different animal at the moment, and I think that, um, yeah, I can't see anything but a, but a big, big win tomorrow for Liverpool. Cool. Right, Kev, I'll give you an eleven, and let's see how close we are to it. I've got a feeling you're going to agree. Go on, oh, yeah. Ali in goal. Yeah. Usual back four: Trent, Matip, Van Dijk, Robbo. It's basically yeah. the, the back five that we put with no wins. And for, I think we go with the Champions League final. Three of Henderson, Fabinho, Thiago. Yeah. And then Salah, Bobby, Diaz. Yeah. Although Diaz has been quiet, I would say, pre-season. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a big season for Diaz because, look, he's done nothing wrong. This is not me slagging him off, but I would like a bit more end product from him. Especially yeah, if he... Well, there's no Sadio Mane now. You, you need to replace Sadio Mane's numbers from when he was peak Sadio Mane left wing, which is a hard... Le- uh, that's a hard level to get to, but... That's kind of a standard we need to get from him now. Is he gets himself to the positions? He just needs to, you know, finish yeah. it off. Really, look, he's got to get into double figures. That's the standard that we need if we're going to be looking to top ninety plus points and a hundred plus goals. He's got to hit double figures. He's got to hit fifteen plus goals and probably fifteen plus assists. That's just the standard you're at if you want to be at this club, and. I would have started with Bobby. I could understand if he wanted to go with with um, Darwin Nunes. Wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. I think it might be a show of confidence if he wanted to go with Darwin. That he just said, "Look, we trust you. Go." But I just don't think he will. Um, I, I think he'll bet him in gently. If yeah. he was, if he wasn't injured, and obviously he had the preseason. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is a game made for Jota. It would have. I think Jota would have started. Uh, and I think Nunes and Bobby would have been used sparingly for the last 15 minutes. I think that's probably how it would go. I, th- I feel like Jota would have been the main man for a little while, which is, look, I, mean, the, the, I know he tailed off last year, but he still got 20 goals for his null comps. Yeah. Look, I'd go for a 3-0 Liverpool win. Um, I want to try, I hope we start off the season with a clean sheet. Uh, I think, I really strongly believe that Alisson at Liverpool, in his Liverpool career, will break Peter Cech's clean sheet record. 24 clean sheets in a season. I think that is... He got got to 20, 21 last season. But I honestly believe that not only is he that good, I just think that the back four and midfield, the way we play, is capable of getting that record with him. So I just hope that this is the season. And if that happens this season, we win the league. I just can't see any argument around that. If you get 24-plus clean sheets in a season and don't win the league, something's gone drastically wrong somewhere on the pitch. Yeah, so, because you would argue it's probably a little bit of sloppiness early in the season defensively, which is probably yeah. silly points we, that cost us, I would say. Yeah, no, I just I just see a Liverpool, I see a Liverpool win. I don't think it'll be... Dramatic. I mean, I keep going back to the Watford, or sorry, the Norwich game a couple of years ago when I think Gav was over there and it was 4 0 on the night. And 
we're all going into the game nervous. We didn't know what was going on. I think Origi played, and we ran out comfortable winners on the night in the end. So I just yeah. think that we over worry as fans. You know, remember, we, we remember those games. We started with uh, Milner, Jones, and Kate, and everyone's heads fell off, which was actually quite yeah. a fun. Watch, to be honest, <laughs> we uh, do like listen. That. Look, it's twenty past eleven, so I think we yeah. you know, get people here for long enough. One last thing before we go. Uh, Bobby's Wish to Walk, it's our, chari- it's our charity that we're involved with. So links in the des- in the description below. Um, come on, guys. We ask you this all the time, and you, you, you always come through for us. Give what you can. If you can't give, share it everywhere. Social media, WhatsApp groups, work groups. Just let's get this lad to America so he can yeah. get treatment so he can get himself walk- walking, which would be another nice thing. We, we helped Sienna out. I've seen the Instagrams of Sienna. She's dancing away on holiday, which is lovely to see. So, you know, this is a, a kid who was, you know, could barely walk before. So it's it's lovely to see. So yeah. let's do let's do the same for Bobby. It's a nice thing to do. Uh but listen, Luke, thanks for coming on again for for us, talking all things Spurs. Uh, so where can people find you? Well, yeah, so first of all, just want to reiterate what you said. Obviously, you know, if you can donate, make sure you do donate. Um and I think you're completely true. You know, if you can't donate, that's absolutely fine. People are going through hard times at the moment, but just share it around as much as you can. Uh for me, uh you can see next to my name, that channel is now changed. As of tonight, we have changed the channel uh that I run. It was called Rivalry Aside TV, and uh now it's called the Park Lane Podcast. So it'll be me and my good friend Dave, and we'll be talking everything about Spurs and I expect Steve to go straight after this and uh subscribe straight away but no if you like if you like what I'm talking about you want to hear me talk about Spurs then uh, come over it's every Saturday morning at 11 a.m and uh yeah I'd love to have you over it doesn't matter whether you support Liverpool Arsenal whoever it is get in the comments taunt us you know let's have some fun and uh yeah thanks again for having me on good 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 and Steve Dave you enjoyed it mate Oh, I did. I absolutely loved it. And thanks a lot, lads, for having me on and the whole lot. Like, you know, um, just as Luke said there, uh, I hope everybody will donate. It's a worthy cause, you know. Um, and hopefully you'll have me back on again sometime, lads, you know. But thank you again for having me. I'm sure we will. We'll definitely have you on so we can do some Arsenal preview work as well. So don't you worry. Kev? I'll see you tomorrow, mate. I'll see you tomorrow for the pre for the post match show. I've known Steve on Twitter for because Steve is from Cork. I've no I've talked to Steve on Twitter for what the bones about three or four years, Steve. And yeah, always good right, nature, always good natured, always good football chat. I'm delighted that Steve I'm delighted Steve came on tonight and had a brilliant debut. And I just I'm looking forward to you coming on again. And no, I'm just really happy that you came on. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, Luke, thanks very much. Looking forward to the new launch, the new channel. and um, Definitely be coming over to subscribe and give you a bit of a uh, stick in the chat, as as I, I tend to do some from time to time. But, yeah, no, Chris, we'll be back tomorrow for the post-match, mate, and hopefully we'll have good, all good things to talk about. Just want to thank everyone in the chat as well. You've all been fantastic. fantastic. Just because we didn't read out as many comments as we normally would, um look it's a brand new show tonight and uh as the show evolves we'll get a bit better with it and we'll start reading out a lot more comments but thank you all very much really really is appreciated as gab said there we do not take super chats any donations can be directed to the charity push bobby's wish to walk needs to raise one hundred and fifty thousand euro 
we're at 110,000. It's the last bit, and the last bit's always the hardest. So let's just get this over the line. And you see the stuff with Sienna. You see <laughs> one of Steve's kids running across the background there. As soon as, uh, you know, you see this, the difference this makes with Sienna. Bobby deserves this. You know, the kid is an absolute trooper. And do you, do what you can. It will be really, really appreciated. That's all I've got to say on it. Cool. Right, on that, on that very poignant note, um, take care of yourself, guys, and we'll see you, well, me and Kevin, we'll see you guys tomorrow when hopefully we'll talk about a Liverpool win against Fulham. Fingers crossed. Until then, good evening. Have a good time. Sports Social Podcast Network.